Caltech Studios. It's Arms Room Radio with Mike and his team from the Arms Room. Conceal and carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here. And you can connect with these guys right now. Call the Arms Room Radio hotline. 407-774-8255. 407-774-8255. Arms Room Radio is on the air live coast to coast. From the Caltech Studios. Now, here's Mike. There we go. There we go. There we are. Oh, yeah. Here we are. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio. We're coming to you live this week from uh, Machine Gun America in Kissimmee, Florida. Now, this is part of our ongoing process to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. Gentlemen, how are you doing today? Doing, doing real good. good. Doing all right? Everybody's doing good? Doing oh, great. yeah. Excellent. Let me, let, me go around, let me go around the table here because we can't tell... We can't tell who the players are without the without the scorecard, so we're gonna we're gonna go around and make our introductions. On my right is the right hand man. He's still on my right. Don't sit <laughs> on the table. He's on the right. He's over up on the right. He's on the right. He's he's kind of on the right. The great 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 grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome him back. His name is Earl. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You can't beat that music. You nope. can't beat that music right there. Yeah, I like barking, break like dancing a, around the park. Like, like, a, like a boss. Like a boss. Like a boss. Break it down like a white boy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, over on my left, just a hair. He's on the left. We're, we're at a we're at a, a, a regular square uh, a six-foot table. Uh, so I guess it's more of a rectangular uh, yeah. uh, size than a, than a square. Mm-hmm. Uh, on my left side of, on my table is the courtroom assassin, the legal ninja. Please welcome him back, Mr. Kevin Maxwell. Thank you, Michael. You know, I, I've never been this close to you when we did the show. <laughs> I'm actually within arm's reach. I do not want to get a Gibbs while we're doing the show today. It is the, um, <laughs> it, you, you are at the... Uh, Probably the closest we've done the show yeah, together. That's true. <laughs> yes, done the show together. There's other All things right. we've done together. All right, we're getting personal where here. Where we've, we've sat closer. No, he's a car. <laughs> sure, an airplane. <laughs> drive through. Drive through air, airplanes. Drive by. Drive airplanes. Drive by airplanes. <laughs> All of that. All of that. Uh, and then, of course, over at uh, in my, uh, he's probably in the ten o'clock position today. Mm-hmm. Like uh, normal, it's like 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 normal. Well, I can see him today, which is new for <laughs> the no show. It's the first time I've seen Alec in the show in months. <laughs> it's not that he hasn't been here; it's just that I can see him. Just can finally see him. Remember, 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 he normally sits across directly across mm-hmm. from me, behind a couple of uh, radio towers, some uh, some computers. I brought uh, my lawyer briefcase; I could put it on the table. We, you know what? That would be that would be uh, more cool. more normal. I, yeah, right? I, whoa, 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 whoa! I, I got this is a folding table, <laughs> and I don't know that I don't know that this table can handle that kind of load. Uh, well, we got a better you chance. Stop letting, working me to death. Letting someone sit on it than letting your over. But also joining us at the ten o'clock position is the Padawan learner, the. Samurai side. Samurai side <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I know. I was. I was. You know what? I was stumped on. Mm-hmm. I was like, "What's his middle initial?" I, I, I mess it up so often on purpose. I couldn't remember what it really it, was. It, 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 his middle initial is Vader. Vader. Yeah. Alec Vader Weber, <laughs> the third Esquire. He's, he's Vader in you now. <laughs> Let me know how that works out for you. <laughs> Don't act like you've never wanted to choke them. <laughs> Every day. <laughs> uh, so, 
guys, I, I I had on my uh, on my on my old Twitter feed. Uh, I don't know if it was Twitter or uh, you're unsuspended now. Oh yeah 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 yeah. yeah. You're thinking of you're thinking it, of uh, it comes and goes. <laughs> it does. It does. <laughs> it really it really does. The Twitter. Oh no, my Facebook was the one that oh, got. Okay. Uh, okay. That's right. Uh, the last one that got uh, shut down on me. Well, I mean, you put your face on there. What do you expect? It's true. It's true. It's uh. I'm. Uh, we're all getting tacticaled up right now, getting ready for Shot Show, and by that, we're. we're I mean, we're, we're growing the tactical beards out because you can't go to Shot Show unless you have a tactical beard. Yeah, I'm. I'm getting Santaed up. Then I guess. <laughs> well, you know, you could do like last year, right before the show, change the color. That was not me. <laughs> That was someone else who does movies, and it was not me. Santa does movies. It was a Clairol two two two. I think he used in his in his beard. Um, but I, Mr. Seagal was a very nice man. He just it's a very strange. He did shade. Yeah, he did. It, it, it's 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 always it's always interesting when you see a guy with uh, jet black hair and jet black beard and gray arm hair. It's kind of it's kind of <laughs> weird. But he, nice watch though. No, he did have a nice watch. He did have a nice watch. Um, hey, we um. I saw it on the Twitter feed, on the Facebook feed, whatever it was this week, and I wanted to, I wanted to start you guys Some, off with this. Somebody fed you something. Yes. Uh, I, I, there's no author attributed to this. It's a nice little uh, nice little story talking about firearms. Uh, says, I stand behind you in line at the store with a smile on my face and a gun under my shirt, and you're none the wiser. Yet you are safer for having me next to you. I won't shoot you. My gun won't pull its own trigger. It is securely holstered and with the trigger covered. I, it can't just go off. However, rest assured that if a lunatic walks into the grocery store and pulls out a rifle, I will draw my pistol and protect myself and my family and therefore protect you and your family. I may get shot before I can pull the trigger, but I won't die in a helpless, blubbering heap on the floor begging for my life or my child's life. I won't be that victim. I choose not to be. As for you, I don't ask you to carry a gun. If you are not comfortable, then please don't. But I would like to keep my right to choose to not to be helpless victim. There is an evil in the world, and if the evil has a gun, I want one too. The rifle itself has no moral stature. Since it has no will of its own, naturally it may be used by evil men for evil purposes. But there are more good men than evil. And while the latter cannot be persuaded to the path of righteousness by propaganda, they can certainly be corrected by good men with rifles. <laughs> All right, I thought that was pretty cool, right? Yeah. Uh, and we're supposed to believe you didn't actually write that. I did not uh, write that. I, I no, know. That was, that I was, know for a fact you didn't write that. That was not yeah, me. It was a little, too, it. a little too eloquent. Hey, you know, <laughs> I, one of the skills I have is writing. You know, I, I, I don't do it very often, yeah. you know, but... Uh, I ghostwrote it for him. He did, that's true. Yeah. That's true. That's true. He did ghostwrite it. And then I ghost corrected it <laughs> after he ghostwrote it. But did you ghost sign it? Oh, I ghost sign a lot of documents. <laughs> Listen, you would not believe the number of documents I sign with don't agree. Uh, <laughs> and they think it's my signature. In fact, don't agree has probably been used more times than my regular signature so to the point where it's my legal signature. signature. Yeah. That's, I'm sorry. That's funny right there. Look at, look at the, the contract lawyers rolling on the floor. I, I, I've seen that in DUI cases. It's a, he signed his name. I will take the test. Yep. That's right. Even the state attorney was like, God, man, that was pretty good. Uh, so we got a bunch of stuff to talk to you about this week. We wanna, we're going to talk to you as soon as we get back from the from the first segment break here. We're going to have Colonel Danny McKnight on with this. He's going to be talking about uh, uh, women in combat, which was snuck in uh, during the San Bernardino shooting news. The White the White House and the Pentagon released that. Look we're going to get here. Uh, look over. Here. Yeah, we're going to get Colonel McKnight's take on that. Uh, we're also going to be talking about. Uh, 
We're going to be talking about, let's see what else we got going on here. I don't want to get down to this. Oh, we're going to be talking about Sheriff in Pinellas County, uh, Gultieri, 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 however he says his name. Uh, it's French. He, uh, he came out with uh, statements in the past two weeks where if uh, his uh, deputies encounter people with firearms, legally carrying firearms, they should be prepared to be thrown on the ground and, and maybe worse. So he had a chance to go and be re-interviewed with the, his own questions. And it was filled with even more lies. <laughs> the backpedaling was filled with lies. The backpedaling was so filled with lies, it was frontpedaling. <laughs> it was, it was, it was pretty, it was pretty horrible. Um, so we're going to go over his comments. He's, he's a, he's a, he's a, he's a clear anti-gun sheriff. So we'll, we'll get to that sometime during the second hour. You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Keltec Studios, sitting here at Machine Guns America in Kissimmee, Florida today. We'll see you after the break. Hey, Mike, ready to go to lunch? No, not today. I'm going to get some trigger time in. You're going to the range? Nope. I'm going to train in the environment in which statistics say I'm most likely to have a violent encounter at work. Here in the office? Or at home. Trigger time? How can you have trigger time in the office or at home without shooting up the place? Easy. With my CERT SIRT training pistol from Next Level Training. Shooting paper targets at the range is good practice, but it's not the environment I'm in most of the time. With the rise in workplace violence, I vowed not to be a victim. Besides, I'm here all by myself. So why not? I have my CERT training pistol, and when practicing your draw from concealment, CERT is the safest and only way to go. CERT training pistol. I've heard about them. They look like a Glock, but they don't fire real bullets. Saves you money, huh? Yep, it sure does. How do I get mine? Log on to nextleveltraining.com slash arms room and order yours today. The safest and easiest way to train in your own environment. Get ready. Stay ready with the CERT training pistol. Go online right now to nextleveltraining.com slash arms room. This is the original. The Keltec P3AT. With six game-changing innovations, it's the lightest 380 auto pistol ever made. Others may look like it, but in the one millionth of a second it takes for innovation to ignite performance, it turned competitors into copycats. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See the P3AT in action at YouTube slash Keltec Weapons. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, Gun Tech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. 
Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Listening to Arms Room Radio live from the Keltech Studios. Call the Arms Room Hotline right now. 407-774-8255. 407-774-8255. Now more Arms Room Radio. Live coast to coast. With Mike and the guys in the Keltech Studios. And this segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by SendMeAmmo.com. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio. Thank you. Listen, I, I've got a clarification to make. We had the uh, the uh, the editors came over, the, the fact checkers came over during the break, and uh, let me know that Kevin did not indeed dye his beard uh, before we went to Shot Show last year. He just trimmed it. That's all. It was just a simple simple trimming. It was it was no trimmed no off the gray. no dyeing. Well, yeah, he trimmed out the gray and put white in it. Maybe <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> but. Uh, my my beard is two colors. Yes, white and silver. White and silver. White and silver. <laughs> yes. That's it. Uh, so uh, so my apologies to Kevin and his beard. Uh, <laughs> uh, hey, um, before we get started, we've got uh, we've got Colonel McKnight coming uh, joining us back on the line. I did want to mention to you again that the, this weekend that today we're out at the Machine Gun America in Kissimmee, Florida. Uh, look it up, Machine Gun America. Give it a, give it your old Google search if you want to check this place out. If you're here listening in the Central Florida area, or if you're anywhere in the country and you plan on coming to Orlando for a little tourist destination, they they got some stuff here in Orlando. By the way, if you want to come for, if you're coming from Seattle, coming from Atlanta, wherever you happen to be, and you want to come into town. Orlando's got a couple things you could do if, yeah, if you want to you want to do the tourist thing. There, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yep. The one I recommend is Machine Gun America. That, uh, that's Second Amendment fun. Second, yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> Listen, you come here and um, you get to, uh, you know, for, for a nominal fee. Obviously, this is an attraction. Yeah. This is, you know, it's nothing's free. You come inside and you can handle some of the world's finest Class Three full auto machine guns. That's what I said. Full machine guns, auto. Full, uh-huh. full auto. Like you can put it on, you put it on single shot, like pew, pew 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 pew, and then you get to go and uh, and do the real. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. You get you get to have some you get to have some fun. That's so, a lot of pews. Yeah, that is that is a lot of pews. Way too many pews. pews. A lot of pews. So so come on down, Machine Gun America. Give them a give them a quick Google. In fact, I believe it's MachineGunAmerica.com. Yes. Let's just go yes, to MachineGunAmerica.com. Yep. Check them out, and you can see all their information about it. Uh, hey, on the line with this, we have Colonel Danny McKnight. You guys know Colonel McKnight. He's been on with this many times. Uh, you probably know him best. He was a commander of the 75th Ranger Regiment Elements during uh, Task Force Ranger in Mogadishu, which is where the book and movie Black Hawk Down come from. Welcome back, Colonel. Hey, how are you guys doing? We're doing great, sir. We're doing great. How's, how's your, how's your uh, pre-holiday season going for you? Well, I don't know. I've been gone most of it. I just got back home last night. <laughs> well, it's always good to be home during the holidays, that's for sure. Hey, you bet it is. No doubt. 
Um, sir, I, I know we've kind of touched on this a, a little bit before. Um, uh, when we talked about the women that went through the Ranger School, uh, we, we just, during the, the San Bernardino shooting, uh, just coincidentally, of course, the uh, the Pentagon and the White House released during that the highest of uh, terrorist tragedies that our country has seen since 9-11. At the same time, in the middle of the night, they announced that as of January 1st, women will be allowed into all combat roles in the U.S. military. Yeah, I've heard that. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yeah. your, your enthusiasm is overwhelming, Colonel. <laughs> well, I just think it's a, a, a mistake, okay? I, I love the fact that women are filling roles in, in our military and have been for years and years now in every service, and they are superb. Uh, but we're putting them in a position I do not think they should be in. Uh, I think uh, physically... Uh, the challenges that they will face that, say, I faced or uh, my guys faced, I just don't think physically uh, they can handle certain things. And a simple simple example is if, you know, the six foot two, 240-pound, you know, ranger is out there doing what he does and he gets shot and the only person nearby that's out there with him is her and she is, you know, five foot eight, you know, maybe, and you know, weighs one hundred and seventy-five pounds. Think she's going to get him out of there safely? I don't. No. Okay. No. And that puts her in jeopardy as well as his life. And also, if the bad guys have a chance to kill him and take her prisoner, they're going to be thrilled to death because the bad guys that we're talking about, they have no kind of. Rem, uh, limits on what they will do to people. Can we imagine what they would do to one of our female soldiers getting captured? Unbelievable. So it, you know, and that to was, me, there's nothing good about it. It wasn't very highly publicized, but for, during Desert Storm, that happened. When, yeah. Uh, uh, and, and Lynch. But, exactly right. That, but what, that what happened. was a totally different group of people. Those yes. people were, yeah, fighting a war against us, but they were not the ISIS kind of people. They were right. not the people that we have seen with uh, Afghanistan fighting over there and things of that nature. It, it's totally different. And I just right. think it is unnecessary to do that. And if we're doing it to make the socialization of our country, which absolutely is awful, more uh receptive and acceptable to people we're doing absolutely the politically incorrect thing is not being done we're being politically correct i am so tired of it and if i had a daughter she wouldn't dare get that opportunity i promise you you know, this is one of the one of the problems again with the political political correctness. Obviously, that's the uh, the the first off. It's the the title of your, of your book, uh, "Streets of Mogadishu: Leadership at Its Best, Political Correctness at Its Worst," mm-hmm. and it just keeps getting keeps getting worse and worse with the political correctness. We're now allowing women to serve in combat roles, like you said. The hundred. Let's say it's a it's a a woman that's uh, she's she's very athletic. She's very well built. She's 170 pounds. They're still the six foot two, 240 pound ranger that needs to carry it out. Now, the Army has not 
change the physical training standards. You know what I, what I mean by that is there's two sets of grading standards for the woman and for the male. The man to 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 get a, a maximum score on their run has to do it in in 12 minutes or so. Mm-hmm. Uh, the woman has to do it in 14 or 15. Mm-hmm. The same for push-ups. A guy has to do 80 push, depending on his age, uh, has to do 80 push-ups to max it out. Mm-hmm. The woman only has to do 40. Mm-hmm. You know, so we're saying you're good enough, the woman, to do the same job, yet we're going to grade you at about a 60% scale to say you're doing the same. Mm-hmm. And, and, so see, it's, and see, that's the problem, and I won't even go into the ranger school perspective because there's things that people don't know, and, you know, it, it wasn't done the same way it should be done uh, in the past. They made modifications. I don't care whether people want to admit it or not, but they did. But I just want to look at the everyday American soldiers, male and female, and we already have female soldiers that are flying Black Hawk helicopters, flying Apache helicopters. Uh, they, they're, they're already in artillery units, which is a combat uh, service uh, unit. I mean, they're already doing combat things, but why do we think it's necessary to put them right up there in the face of the enemy and then, you know, have them possibly get captured? That's what my fear is bigger than anything. And can they really take care of that uh, wounded soldier on their left or right? physically to get both of them out themselves and that wounded. No, they can't. I think it is just a political thing, trying, and it's a president who wants to say, I did it, and now we got a Secretary of Defense that don't even know what the Secretary of Defense is supposed to do because he has no, no, con- no idea of what the military is supposed to be because he's never been around it. Assistant Secretary of Defense Carter was a bean and bullet counter. That's all he did, you know. So we keep doing this, and it's all about making socialization changes in our country, and that's what our president's wanted to do since he got there, make us a socialist nation if possible. Right, and and that's what happened with the new Secretary of the Army also. That was an appointment uh, based on a... uh, uh, a, a, a sexual orientation. Yep, never, we'll never served a day in, in in uniform in his life. Never. Correct. Correct. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll say it that way. The um, uh, we're looking at some facts. We're just going to kick them around here so you can you can hear it. Um, in in. Uh, statistics that to continue to come through from Army Surgeon General last summer uh, with a bevy of analysis, experts uh, and experiments for women's uh, stability for direct combat uh, roles found, for example, that females suffer depression at more than double the rate of men and that one of the triggers is exposure to combat. So we know going into it, they're going to they're have twice as many mental casualties on the backside. Yep. Um, yep. They also experience twice the injury rates, twice the injury rates of men when carrying 70 pounds of gear. And and that's about normal, right? I mean, sir, I mean, I was I was light infantry, and the only thing that was light about it was the name light, nothing else. (laughs) And and, and those things that you're talking about, people should pay attention to that because. But some people are going to say to you, okay, they'll say, "Oh, now wait a minute, there there are females that can do that." That's right. One out of how many can do that, though? One out of 500 can do that. Right. So now we put the other 499 in jeopardy because we're telling them they, they've got to go be able to do it, too, and they say they can't. And, and we also know that uh, there's a difference in the physiology of a male and a female, I'm pretty sure. And there's things they go through that we don't go through physically uh, on a regular basis in our lifetime. And, you know, right. people need to let's be honest about this. Is that going to have an impact on them being able to go do what they're supposed to do one day when they say, oh, I can't do that today? 
it's a bad time for me. Okay, let's be let's be honest about this and quit worrying about making everybody happy and socializing our country. Okay, and that's what it's all about. And, and as you can tell, it, it's got to the point where it's ridiculous now. It's it's really affecting the readiness of the military. Absolutely I, I, has, and I we mean, reduced the military in strength, and now we're going to put other other things in there that make it even more difficult. But for the ones that we have fighting now, yeah, exactly. Yeah, there were some more things come out this week also. They were talking about uh, because they're taking so many forces out of active duty, taking the reserves in the, in the, in the National Guard and, and increasing their training requirements. Colonel, we got to hit the break real quick. You give us a couple minutes, we'll be back to talk to you a little bit more if that's all right. Okay. You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Kiltech Studios. We'll see you after the break. With SRN News, I'm Ron DeRockstrup. Iraq's pledging to punish those responsible for an American airstrike that may have killed a number of Iraqi soldiers. Defense Secretary Ash Carter says yesterday's incident near the Iraq city of Fallujah seems to be a mistake that involved both sides and is the kind of thing that can happen when you're fighting side by side. Mitsubishi's recalling about 25,000 mirages with concerns that certain wires could corrode and cause problems with airbag systems. The vehicles affected were manufactured between August 2013 and September 2015 and were sold in states on the East Coast and the Midwest. A record 40-game college football bowl season kicks off today. Five games on tap today, starting with the New Mexico Bowl and the New Mexico Lobos taking on the Arizona Wildcats in Albuquerque. This is SRN News. Hey, Mike, ready to go to lunch? No, not today. I'm going to get some trigger time in. You're going to the range? Nope. I'm going to train in the environment in which statistics say I'm most likely to have a violent encounter at work. Here in the office? Or at home. Trigger time? How can you have trigger time in the office or at home without shooting up the place? Easy. With my CERT SIRT training pistol from Next Level Training. Shooting paper targets at the range is good practice, but it's not the environment I'm in most of the time. With the rise in workplace violence, I vowed not to be a victim. Besides, I'm here all by myself, so why not? I have my CERT training pistol, and when practicing your draw from concealment, CERT is the safest and only way to go. CERT training pistol. I've heard about them. They look like a Glock, but they don't fire real bullets. Saves you money, huh? Yep, it sure does. How do I get mine? Log on to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom and order yours today. The safest and easiest way to train in your own environment. Get ready. Stay ready with the CERT training pistol. Go online right now to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom. This is the original. The Keltec P318. With six game-changing innovations, it's the lightest 380 auto pistol ever made. Others may look like it, but in the one millionth of a second it takes for innovation to ignite performance, it turned competitors into copycats. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See the P318 in action at YouTube slash Keltec Weapons. 
Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, you know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, Gun Tech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Listening to Arms Room Radio live from the Keltech Studios. Call the Keltech Studios online right now. 407-774-8255. 407-774-8255. Now more Arms Room Radio. Live coast to coast with Mike and the guys in the Keltech Studios. This segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by GunTech USA. For tactical excellence, check them out online at guntechusa.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A dot com. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio, where we, uh, again, promise to bring you all things gun. All, all the gun, the gun time. time. <laughs> How's everybody doing? Everybody have a good break? Quick, 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 oh, quick yeah, break, good, good, quick, quick, quick break. Good. good, good, good. Right, right back got into a business here. You got a hamburger. Got a hamburger. Yeah, see, I, I ran wind sprints. Uh, I got a hamburger. I was uh, working my, uh, my mouth. <laughs> He is a lawyer, you know. Yeah, he's a lawyer. I'm just, I'm just, gotta, gotta keep it in shape. Just, just leave him alone. Just leave him alone. He's got judges to meet tonight. Just leave him alone. Uh, for those of us that have been paying attention, we are down at Machine Gun America today in Kissimmee, Florida. Check them out, MachineGunAmerica.com. You can come down here and uh, you can live the dream. For those of you, for whatever reason, for uh, personal reasons, for uh, physical reasons, for private reasons, you were not able to join the military or anything along those lines. I mean, it's so real. We got choppers flying in on us. Yep, we got, we got. Yep. We got we got we got little birds. We got everything. You can come down here, and you can uh, you could pick up a full auto machine gun with with supervision. Oh yeah, with a little bit of training. Yep, uh, and with a little and a little bit of cash, <laughs> and uh, and you could fire it on their range here. The little, little full auto machine gun. Mm-hmm. And if you come fast enough, you come right now. You can get a burger on the way in. Yeah, you can get yeah. a burger on the way in. Burger on it. It's right on Alex's plate. Just grab it on the way in. No, be, it's not. You'll be able to get it. What burger? <laughs> Just distracting. <laughs> All right. Welcome, welcoming back uh, Colonel Danny McKnight. Colonel McKnight's uh, website is dannymcknight.com. That's uh, www.dannymcknight.com. You can go there. You can get his book. You can get his DVD, which is available also. Uh, and the DVD title is Leading on the Tough Days. Leading on the Tough Days. Is that right, sir? That's it. 
Anybody can lead um, on the easy ones. Got to lead on the tough one. That's exactly right. Exactly right. It's, it's almost like we've been to some of the same places, sir. I keep hearing the, the same things in my head that you tell me, <laughs> that that all my instructors told me for years and years. So that's a that's a good thing. That's a good thing, <laughs> um, sir. We. Um, uh, we were talking about before we went to the break the the women now going into the combat role, um, and 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 one of the things and again we we keep seeing some of the uh, some of the stories that come out from the Army Surgeon General we keep seeing from uh, the likes of uh, what's his name Sergeant Major Lehu Le- the, from the Marine Corps uh-huh. who, who talked about uh, I don't know if you saw his comments recently within the past week and I'm sure his job is currently in jeopardy probably so uh, he's right. one that. He's he's because he's still on active duty there. He's the one that uh, he's led a, he's led a uh, a unit for the past couple of uh, a couple of months, couple of years. I'm sorry, a couple of years um, under the Secretary of Navy's uh, direction. Uh, it's the Ground Combat Elemented Element Integrated Task Force. Uh, it's a unit specifically designed to test the metal of women in ground combat roles. And pers- or, excuse me, consistently, consistently the women. Finish in the bottom five percent of every of every task, whether it be an individual task or every collective task that the infantryman has to perform. Um, yet there's studies like this. There's studies like the Army Surgeon General lets out. There's 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 people like yourself, sir. You know, former regiment commander there with the 75th uh, Ranger Regiment, and that. This continues to happen, and they continue to let it go. And it's this administration, like you said, for political correctness that is decreasing the overall readiness and strength of our military. Well, you said everything exactly right. I could only repeat and uh, uh, support what you just said because that's what we're doing. We're, we're putting ourselves in jeopardy uh, by changing standards to meet uh, uh, that social uh, concept that our uh, current commander-in-chief has wanted to do for a long time. And this is just another part of that socialization. That's what you're doing. And it's uh, it's the people that's going to be fighting on the ground that in the end are going to pay for it, uh, and they're going to pay for it uh, with difficulties, the problem. It really is. So. That's uh, something that I just don't get, and I will be speaking about it anytime anybody wants me to ask. If they don't want to hear it, they don't need to ask me then. <laughs> that's and that's why we got you on the program, sir, because we want to ask you about it. Because mm-hmm. we like the man with your knowledge and experience to hear it straight from you. You know, we're we're just a couple of radio guys over here, uh, you know, spouting off this this information. But uh, you know, everybody knows who Colonel McKnight is, and, and they respect your opinion, and that's why you're here, sir. I uh, appreciate it. Uh, and like I said. I just think we're putting ourselves uh, in a situation that's going to lead to a catastrophe in many different ways uh, for our men and women in uniform. But one of the stories I saw this week, I don't know if you'd see, if you if you've seen this one yet, sir. They had uh, we know that we were reducing the active duty military, active duty army by another fifty thousand this year, mm-hmm. and they're they're trying to put um, some of those into the reserve components. Currently, the the reserve components. Uh, they're 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 going back to you know standard reserve components. We we all know what happened during uh, uh, Operation Iraqi Freedom and Enduring Freedom. That uh, you know they were pretty much we were all in the National Guard and the reserves on active duty for many years. Yeah. Now that they're back to a more traditional role of one weekend a month and two weeks during the summer, that's something that's manageable by the reservists' employer. The reservist employer, for the most part, you don't work a weekend. Uh, and for the most part, you get that two weeks off a year for vacation. And perhaps if you're a good good boss and a good company, if you're the government agency, you're required to do it. But you give that two weeks off during the year 
for your soldiers to go do their training to keep up their local uh, state requirements and their national requirements as a reservist. The proposal now on the table uh, by the, the Secretary of the Army is to double that. It's to double the number of training days for the reservist, which means... Now the employer is stuck with a, with an employee who's a dedicated employee, by the way, and well-trained and well-disciplined because of his military experience. But now you're going to tell that employer, oh, by the way, uh, we're taking him from you twice as much this year. And, and it also takes away from his family life. It takes away from his his, his vacation. It takes away from uh, it takes away from his ability to go to classes and training. So now you've got a guy at a job who is is there even less because your government has had the short sightedness of saying, basically, screw the reservist. What we're what we're doing with that concept is we are taking the uh, reservists and guardsmen, and we're telling them that. Uh, Oh, the deal you signed up for uh, to, you know, spend uh, one weekend a month uh, training uh, and spending uh, two weeks in the summer usually uh, for your uh, two-week training period. We've decided to change that now, and you're going to have to do more uh, than what you've been doing. And all those people you've talked about are exactly uh, the ones, as you stated, and I totally agree with what you said. They're going to suffer. The family members are going to suffer. The employers are going to suffer. Some employers will change the way they handle, and they will change even whether they will hire somebody that is a guardsman or a reservist because they don't want a part-time employee. They want a full-time employee, and they can, can survive the way they're doing it now when it's only one weekend a month. When you ramp that up, it's wrong. You're taking a reservist and a guardsman, and you're making them almost a full-time type soldier in terms of what you want them to do. But still, by doing even a little more, they can't reach the level of the everyday soldier that wakes up that way and goes to bed that way, knowing that's what he does every day. He and she, they are soldiers every day. And we're, we're taking the part-time soldier and trying to get them trained to be a full-time soldier by just adding a little more, well, adding a little more isn't going to do it. It's really going to cause more problems. And I, I don't understand the concept when you've got the finest fighting force in the world, and if you just were smart enough not to reduce it, you would be a lot better off. And the thing, a problem with that is a lot of those that are going to be taken out of, they're not going to choose to go in the Guard or Reserve. And I promise you, they can't be forced to go in the Guard and Reserves if they're an active soldier and they're part of that reduction in force we're talking about. They are not going to be able to tell that, you're going to go now be a Guardsman or Reservist. No, I'm not. I didn't sign up for it, and I want you to make me go because you cannot do that. See, there's a totally different mentality involved here. And for some reason, our people in charge don't get it or they don't care. You know, it's more about what they think is right than what the people in charge like the Marine four-star who is now the chairman of the Joint Chiefs. I've got a feeling he will cause a lot of uproar in time. He's already done it a little bit, and he's already been tougher than General Dempsey was the whole time he was there. Okay, Probably one of the weakest chairmen of the Joint Chiefs we ever had, and he's an Army guy. I know that, but I'm still saying he was weak. He did not stand up, and he let a lot of these things start happening. That's wrong. 
Yeah, he was one of the last soldiers to, uh, when when the president went around and said, who's going to do what I tell him to do, he said he said he would. Yeah. He was one of the last four stars standing, and that's why he was he basically got that job through uh, appreciation there. Um, they uh, He was the only one left standing. Attrition, Colonel, yeah. Attrition, sorry. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Colonel, where, where's, your, where's your next speaking engagement? We're coming up on the end of the segment here. When, where can everybody get to, get to see you? What's your next engagement? Well, I'll just tell you that yesterday was my last one with the U.S. Coast Guard Station up in uh, uh, Buzzards Bay, Massachusetts, near Cape Cod. And when I finished that one, that was number 144 for the year. It's been a busy year, so I hope it's not quite that busy next year. But I don't really get going uh, until uh, after uh, January sometime. And right off the top Excellent. of my head, I can't even tell you where. Hey, Mike, you ready to go to lunch? No, not today. I'm going to get some trigger time in. You're going to the range? Nope. I'm going to train in the environment in which statistics say I'm most likely to have a violent encounter at work. Here in the office? Or at home. Trigger time? How can you have trigger time in the office or at home without shooting up the place? Easy. With my CERT SIRT training pistol from Next Level Training. Shooting paper targets at the range is good practice, but it's not the environment I'm in most of the time. With the rise in workplace violence, I vowed not to be a victim. Besides, I'm here all by myself, so why not? I have my CERT training pistol, and when practicing your draw from concealment, CERT is the safest and only way to go. CERT training pistol. I've heard about them. They look like a Glock, but they don't fire real bullets. Saves you money, huh? Yep, it sure does. How do I get mine? Log on to nextlevelTraining.com slash arms room and order yours today. The safest and easiest way to train in your own environment. Get ready. Stay ready with the CERT training pistol. Go online right now to nextleveltraining.com slash arms room. This is the original. The Keltec P3AT. With six game-changing innovations, it's the lightest 380 auto pistol ever made. Others may look like it, but in the one millionth of a second it takes for innovation to ignite performance, it turned competitors into copycats. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See the P3AT in action at YouTube slash Keltec Weapons. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of GunTech USA. GunTech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, handguards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for over 26 years.
You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Kiltech Studios. Call the Arms Room Hotline right now, 407-774-8255. 407-774-8255. Now, more Arms Room Radio, live coast to coast, with Mike and the guys in the Kiltech Studios. And welcome back to Arms Room Radio. How are you guys doing? Doing good. Hey, listen, those of us that are paying attention, we're letting everybody know today we're out at Machine Gun America. Machine Gun America. Go to MachineGunAmerica.com, and you can you can come on down here. You can you can shoot some full automatic machine guns. They got light they got light machine guns, little nine millimeter machine guns. They got they got five five six machine guns. They got big medium, medium machine guns. Medium weight. They can be, yep. They've got uh, belt fed machine guns. You can shoot some belt fed machine guns. You can have a lot of fun down here. I saw, I saw one mounted on a tripod. A tripod mounted machine gun. Mm-hmm. There you go. Was there assistant gunner feeding the belt in? Yes. Did he have the uh, Did he have the the squirt bottle of lube to keep it running? No. That's just an army thing, I guess. <laughs> yep. It's just, just that's army army maintenance right there. They heard you like machine guns, so they bought machine guns for your machine guns, so you can shoot machine guns. That's it. They got your machine gun. Got a machine gun. That's right. Uh, hey, uh, we already got to thank uh, again. Last segment, uh, last two segments. Uh, Colonel Danny McKnight was with us. I think he may have got cut off there at the end. You heard everything he had to say, which is which is the important part. You just didn't hear what we had to say. And what we had to say was, check him out. Yeah, thank you. Check him out. DannyMcKnight.com. His DVD, Leading on the Tough Days. And his book is Streets of Mogadishu, Leadership at its Best, Political Correctness at its Worst. And if you've got an organization and you want to hear a great speaker and you want a motivational speaker to come in, Go to DannyMcKnight.com. He is definitely a speaker worthy, worthy of uh, of having. Uh, gentlemen, we talked briefly. Uh, I mentioned it while Colonel McKnight was on about uh, Marine Corps Sergeant Major uh, Lehu, 27-year veteran in the United States Corps, and he came out about 10 days ago with his view on the women in combat thing. Now, I, I'm women in combat issue. I'm sure he will probably, probably. Uh, end up reassigned somewhere. You know, this is just uh, this is just somebody that uh, has, has spoke his mind and said it so so eloquently that they're going to find a new assignment for him. Uh, let me just read you what I've got on Sergeant Major LeHue. Sergeant Major Justin LeHue is a beast among men. At a time where the entire military is absolutely terrified of speaking their minds, he personified moral courage. The man is a leader of Marines, and when it comes to protecting the combat effectiveness of the Marine Corps, he let his words speak without the fear of repercussion. Again, this is this is real. This is something that's going on that he has to now worry about. Well, he probably doesn't worry at all. He knows he's going to he's going <laughs> to lead Marines. He he you knew know? he knew what was going to happen to right. him when he he knew the job was dangerous when he took it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just now his enemies are in the White House and in the They're Pentagon. They're going to use a pen rather yeah. than a barrel. Uh, after spearheading the ground combat element integrated task force, a unit specifically designed to test the metal of women in ground combat or, uh, ground combat roles, he said this. Okay, been silent long enough on this. I've been part of this process from the beginning, and I'm just going to put it out there. The Secretary of the Navy is way off base on this, and to say the things he is saying is the flat-out counter to the interests of national security and is unfair to the women who participated in the study. Now, we, we talked with Danny McKnight, Colonel McKnight, for the past couple of segments, and you heard him basically say the same thing, that the, the Secretary of the Army and the Secretary of Defense was way off on this. So this is coming from the other side now. Now you're hearing it from the Marine Corps. This wasn't just an Army issue. This is also an issue with the Corps. Uh, back to Sergeant Major Leahy. He said, we selected 
our best women for this test unit. Selected our most mature female leaders as well. The men, Sergeant Major included, were the most progressive and open-minded that you could get. Commander of the unit was a seasoned and successful infantryman. The EXO of the unit was as good as they got, so so good that the Marine Corps made her the commanding officer of the Officer Candidate School. Uh, Sergeant Major was just selected as the Sergeant Major of the unit to head up the Senior Enlisted Academy at Camp Lejeune. No one went into this with the mentality that we would not want to, this to succeed. No Marine, regardless of gender, would do that. Okay, you following they, so far? Yeah, they don't really think of failure as the option. No. No, there's no, there's no, there's no failure. There's just what's, what's the solution? We just got to keep working towards finding the solution. Uh, with our limited manpower, we cannot afford to train everyone to the best of their abilities. This was as stacked as a unit could get with the best Marines to give it a hundred percent success rate as we possibly could. End result: the best women in the ground combat element integrated task force as a group in regard to infantry operations were equal or below in most all cases, to the lowest 5% of men as a group in this test study. You heard that right. 5% of the of the men as a group in this test study. They are slower on all accounts in almost every technical and tactical aspect and physically weaker in every aspect across the range of military operations. Okay, taking, taking a break from what the Sergeant Major is saying here. There's none of us here at this table that's saying, a woman can't fly a fighter jet. Nope. There's none of us here saying a woman can't can't drive a cargo truck. Nope. None that's the none they're saying she can't drive an Apache helicopter. Nope. Uh, she can run an Abrams. She can run. Yeah. She can. A woman can run an Abrams. The problem is when the Abrams breaks track. Right. When, when it, it comes down to when all you have left is a pointy stick. Yeah. Who wins that fight? Right, when you have a pointy stick and the and the muscles on your arms and the and and the and the, and the muscles on your legs. That's right. It's you and a pointy stick against your enemy. Who wins that fight? Right, right. And I, I, I listen. I can hear your arguments. Well, there's small guys out there too. There they are. There, there all there are small guys out there. But and, and and I'm not. We're not making this up. And this we're not trying to sound down on women. But uh, the man's muscle versus the women's muscle is. Is, is is more is more powerful. It holds more strength. It has more iron. The, are there women that can do it and beat the man? Absolutely. But yes. you heard Colonel McKnight said it. It's 10%. Mm-hmm. And are you willing to sacrifice the other 90% to make the 10% happy? Is it the needs of the many that outweigh the needs of the few? The, the military should not be concerned with that. I, I, exactly right. Their mission should be, or their concern should Win. be, mission success. Yes. That's right. Yep. And when you when you want to succeed, you stack the deck. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. If you're not cheating. You're not trying hard enough. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Back to uh, Sergeant Major May- or Lehu. SecNav, that's the Secretary of the Navy, has stated that he's made his mind up before the release of these results and that the Marine Corps test will not change his mind on anything. Listen up, folks. Your senior leadership of this country does not want to see America overwhelm- overwhelmingly succeed on the battlefield. It wants to ensure that everyone has an opportunity to pursue whatever they want, regardless of the outcome on national security. Let's take a break from that for a second. Uh-huh. You know what that is? Uh, Every kid gets a trophy. Uh, yeah. Okay? Yeah. Everybody gets playing time. Every kid gets a trophy. And that's all good, in, you know, in, in the developmental years. That, that's fine for Little League. That's right. Not when lives are on the That's line. right. That's right. The, when you go to a Major League Baseball game, you don't want the guy selling the hot dogs hitting the, hitting the, the leadoff spot. No. Okay? Uh-uh. You, 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 want, you want the best guy out there. Not, this is not everybody gets a chance. Infantry is the big leagues, folks. This is everybody succeeds. 
Uh, this is not everybody succeeds. This is everybody's tested, and whoever comes out on top gets to be the infantryman. Uh, back to the sergeant major. Infantry is not ranger school. This is just a school like any other school and is not feeder-specific to the infantry. Anyone can go to that school that meets the prereqs, just like airborne school. Kudos to the two women who graduated uh, recently from ranger school. They are bad in their own right, and, and in regards to the infantry, there is no trophy for second place. You perform or die. Make no mistake, in this realm, you want your fastest, most fit, most physical, most lethal person you could possibly put on the battlefield to overwhelm the enemy's ability to counter what you are throwing at them. And in every test case, that person has turned out to be a man. Remember, 5%. So so it's yeah. we, were, we were quoting 90% statistics. So on the Army side, the Marine Corps is quoting 95% statistics. There's nothing gender biased about this. It, it is what it is. You'll never see a female quarterback in the NFL. You'll never be a female center on any NHL team. And you'll never see a female batting in the number four spot for the New York Yankees. Well, I've seen the Yankees play, and sometimes you know, <laughs> okay. it might help them. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, as a country, we preach equality, but to place these mandates on the military before this country has even considered making females register, just like males, for the selective service is in all aspects out of touch with reality. Equality and equal opportunity start before you raise your right hand and swear an oath to this country. Yes, we're on an all-volunteer force at the moment. Should this country, however, need to mobilize rapidly again to face the threats of the world like our grandfathers did, it will once again look to the military-aged males of this country to fill the ranks. Because last I checked, we did not require women to, women to register for the Selective Service. Well, gentlemen, this is me again. Let me just tell you, as the former commander of the Selective Service Unit in the state of Florida, <laughs> that women do not register to vote. Yep. All men register to vote. And most not states... Vote. I'm sorry, register for the service, register for the draft. The, uh, the draft doesn't exist anymore, but the Selective Service still does. And uh, it's something like 35, 36 states now. You don't you don't actually register anymore. When you get your driver's license, you're automatically registered. Mm-hmm. There's still about 15 other states where you do have to register. And there are penalties if you don't register. Like go apply for federal grants or federal monies for college. You're going to find out you can't get it because you never registered. Uh, off of the registration thing. Um, until that happens, we shouldn't be, even be wasting our time thinking about opening up the infantry to women. To my fellow Marine friends out there, I love you to death. You're the best of the best. And you have my continued admiration for what you do uh, for the Marines and for the task force. You're tops in the book for taking up the challenge. Regardless of what the SECNAV says about you, you're not being the best that we could have put in that unit because you were on all accounts. All right. You, sir, this, is, this is the gentleman. The enlisted, senior enlisted advisor training for Marines to find if women can succeed in the infantryman role. I'm not talking about combat roles. There are combat roles women can succeed. We just talked about that. This is the infantry role. This is the shoot, move, and communicate role. Boots on the ground. This is It's, it's not for the women. Last person with a pointy stick. Yeah. We haven't even talked about the emotional effect this would have on a man if a woman was hurt next to them. Uh-huh. Okay. We're not even going to go there. All right. You're listening to Arms Room Radio. Coming to you live from the Keltec Studios. Please join us after the break. Uh, until then, please remember, exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you aren't ready, get ready. And if you are ready, stay ready. Check us out at MachineGunAmerica.com. We'll see you soon. Great place to start.
live from the Caltech studios, it's Arms Room Radio with Mike and his team from the Arms Room. Conceal and carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here. And you can connect with these guys right now. Call the Arms Room Radio hotline, 407-774-8255, 407-774-8255. Arms Room Radio is on the air live coast to coast from the Caltech studios. Now, here's Mike. And welcome back to Arms Room Radio. We promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. Gentlemen, welcome back. Good to be back. Uh, go, let me go around the table. we got to tell you everybody who's here, because, again, you can't tell the players without scorecard. We have on my right, my right-hand man, the great, 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 Great grandson of Daniel Boone. <laughs> I had to count that one out. I had to, I had to hold that one up. Uh, his, his name is Earl. Talk to corporate. Approve memos. Be a workshop. Remember birthdays. Love that one. Love oh, that yeah. one. That's oh, that's yes. great. That's great. Uh, would you, Earl Seven, have a nice, have a nice, uh, have a nice snack there. Yes. Nice snack. Yes. Very good hamburger. Well, we got to make sure we got to ran sure. around the building to get it. You got to make well, sure you got to make sure you got to make sure you're well fed. Oh, of course. I mean, you got 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 shot show coming up in a month. Practice. And you got to carb up. Uh-huh. You got to carb up. Meat's a carb, right? Isn't meat a carb? <laughs> it is. I don't know how that it works. Is. I don't know. You got to you got to practice so you don't get the meat spins too soon. That's true. That's true. He's getting his meat tolerance up. Build right. up a tolerance. That's what yep. he's doing. On my left is the uh, the left hand man. It's uh, the <laughs> he's the courtroom assassin, a legal ninja. Please welcome back uh, attorney Kevin Maxwell. Kevin can't speak right now because he's also he's also trying Carving to build up. building his meat skills. Mm-hmm. He's working on his meat skills right now. So. <laughs> uh, but across from him is his Padawan learner. It's the samurai sidekick. Please welcome him back, Alec My L. Mouth is not full. <laughs> <laughs> Alec L. Weber Esquire. You got it right, sir. Sir. <laughs> Gentlemen, thank you for joining me back. Thank you for joining me back. We are, uh, we're out here today at Machine Guns America. Machine Gun America. Mm-hmm. Check out Machine Gun America. Go to MachineGunAmerica.com. If you're listening to us in the Central Florida area, if you're in Seattle, if you're in New York, if you're in Virginia, Colorado, if you're in Texas, wherever you happen to be listening to us today, you know you're coming to, to Central Florida at some point. You, you got you there's got a the bunch kids. Of attractions here. You got there's some there's some stuff to do. You got you got to come see when you're here. Come get your gun on. Come come, come get your gun on. Come to Machine Gun America. Uh, again, check them out at MachineGunAmerica.com. It's it's an adrenaline filled, best firearm experience in America. It's it's it's, the, it's a bucket list kind of thing. Up. It's something to check off the bucket list. We're gonna go over some of the type of guns they've got here throughout the rest of the rest of the program also we're going to tell you what you, what you can pick from when you get here and some more of the things that they have in their facility uh, but hey i did want to invite in a, a special guest with us sitting in today hmm? uh, yeah, yeah yeah listen those that have been in the central florida area listening to radio around here for a while know him well uh mr chris hart from american adversaries hey. Hey, 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 hey. 
I got I got to tell you guys a, a quick a quick Chris story. Well, first off, Chris, welcome to the program. Uh, thanks, Mike. It's pl- a privilege to be on the show. Um, one of the first times, may have been the first time I was on the program on American Adversaries. Chris asked me to sit down and say hello. Was uh, they had a, they had a food eating contest going on, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna mention who won the contest because that would uh, that would give away a lot of the uh, don't tell him don't tell him champ don't tell him champ okay we we won't tell him we won't tell him it's usually my job to spoil stuff (laughs) Um, we're sitting down at the table chris has got his usual cast sitting there with them uh and 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 i'm sitting at the next table getting ready for this contest and chris looks over at me and asks a question hey mike uh what kind of guns and services you provide out there at the arms room and i and i it was a simple question, and I started with my answer. And as I'm about four words into it, Chris takes off his headphones and gets up and walks away. <laughs> and he knows you and well. There's, there's nobody at the table at that point. And I look, I look over at the the engineer producer, and he taps his watch and goes, two minutes, keep talking. We got two minutes to break." <laughs> hey, you should feel privileged. I usually don't let my baby off in anybody's a little anybody hand, right? Okay. So, uh, just, just be happy he didn't leave you a five minutes because we know you can fill it. I, I can, I can, I can, oh, I can fill. We see, can talk. I trusted you. <laughs> I knew I, was, I knew I was leaving my show in good hands. <laughs> he walked away, and I looked at the producer, <laughs> and he looked at me, and I went, what, 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 what just happened? What just happened? He goes, keep talking. You're on the air. You're on the air. No, it was talking. a great time that evening, and you guys do a great show. I love listening to you on Saturday afternoons, and uh, it's a, as I said, it's always a great joy to, to join you guys. <laughs> Thank you, Chris, and, and we love listening to your show, too. It's on it's on uh, during the week, 5 to 7. 5 to 7, Monday through Friday, 5 to 8 on Sunday. So that's PM because I don't get up that early. <laughs> it, I got to tell you, listening to his show because it's my lead-in to listening to our good friend Mark Walters at eight o'clock. So I, I always right. get to listen on Sundays also. Yep. Um, and then during the week when I happen to find myself in the car between five and seven, it's where my dial is. So check it out. If you're not in Orlando, go to am660theanswer.com. You can listen to it there. Yeah. It's a great bunch of guys with with some great stories. And and if you get you, about once twice a show, you'll get you'll get Chris. You get up there. You get, you get, you get, you get, Not just me. A little bit. No. Just a little bit. Come on. Hey, I want to tell you what, though. I've had a lot of fun here today. Now, I know you guys know your way around all these weapons, but this is kind of new to me, right? I've, I've got a 30-30 Winchester lever action, 1947. Right, nice. Very nice. Right? But, yep, yep, but the rifleman. You, that's yep, me. Yep, yep. But uh, these automatic weapons kind of new to me. But I tell you what, I had a blast in there. I, nice. Literally speaking. Yeah, I was going to say. Literally speaking, it was a lot of fun. And I got, you know what, they got a lot of great souvenirs, I guess, retail stuff. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I've got, I bought myself and my brother each a 50 caliber bottle opener. There you go. Yes. Yes. Yeah, they're pretty, very cool. It's got the it's got the, the bullet still in the end, the head the head bullet still in the end, the brass, uh, attached to the brass, and it's got the, uh, the, the the notch at the end so you could use it as the bullet opener for a bottle opener. You can take it out uh, of the package there, Earl, if you want to. Uh, Earl's currently in the process of uh, getting that, that, you the, the picture up on the old Twitter feed there. Now, now, Earl comes walking up earlier, and I thought, for God Almighty, there's Charlie Daniels. <laughs> <laughs> see now? We were see, that was, uh, again, Alec, you're right. That's normally you that lets that cat out of the yeah, bag. Right. I, I'm sorry. I'm stepping all over Alex's lines here, man. I'm Everyone's sorry. got a roll. I'm just getting blown. See, I've been listening to I don't know. I know you. I'll, I'll, I'll just say this, and you'll get to see it when you're out there with us at SHOT Show. Earl has picked up a new, uh, a really nice uh, cowboy hat. I think you got it when you were, they were out west uh, going through the, uh, 
Uh, it was it not the you didn't go to Grand Canyon? You went to Yellowstone. Yellowstone, and uh, but it just matches the beard in such a way where it screams. Charlie Daniels. <laughs> <laughs> so we we uh, we uh, we'll bring that out with us when we come out to Shot Show. Hey, by uh, the way, I heard uh, Colonel McKnight on your show, man. He is he's awesome, isn't he? He is a great guest. Uh, we we got we we met Colonel McKnight through you and your program. Is so, that right? Yeah. So I mean, I'd, I'd met him before, uh, you know, professionally once or twice in, in my in my previous career. But as far as on the radio side, it was it was through your program. Remember the first time I, I walked into the station there and Colonel McKnight was walking out, I I slammed up against the wall like I was back in OCS again. <laughs> and, and, and here was the regimental commander walking through. That's so right. it's still it's still to have him on as a little as is flattering and, and a little intimidating at the same time. Well I gotta admit, I am envious of you guys going to the shot show now. In Las Vegas, no man. Anytime, anytime you're welcome to come on out with us. I got to find some time to get that I'm not on the air. Oh, that's true, true, very true. <laughs> Listen, you're uh, you're on the air with us now. Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. We're at Machine Guns America today. Check us out. We'll uh, see you after the break. Thank you. Hey, Mike, you ready to go to lunch? No, not today. I'm going to get some trigger time in. You're going to the range? Nope. I'm going to train in the environment in which statistics say I'm most likely to have a violent encounter. At work. Here in the office? Or at home. Trigger time. How can you have trigger time in the office or at home without shooting up the place? Easy. With my CERT SIRT training pistol from Next Level Training. Shooting paper targets at the range is good practice, but it's not the environment I'm in most of the time. With the rise in workplace violence, I vowed not to be a victim. Besides, I'm here all by myself. So why not? I have my CERT training pistol, and when practicing your draw from concealment, CERT is the safest and only way to go. CERT training pistol. I've heard about them. They look like a Glock, but they don't fire real bullets. Saves you money, huh? Yep, it sure does. How do I get mine? Log on to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom and order yours today. The safest and easiest way to train in your own environment. Get ready. Stay ready with the CERT training pistol. Go online right now to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. This is the original, the Keltec P3AT. With six game-changing innovations, it's the lightest 380 auto pistol ever made. Others may look like it, but in the one millionth of a second it takes for innovation to ignite performance, it turned competitors into copycats. Innovation, performance, Keltec. See the P3AT in action at YouTube slash Keltec Weapons. This Saturday, come on down to Machine Gun America, Orlando's only automatic adrenaline attraction for their huge anniversary extravaganza. Celebrating you, our customers, tons of excitement, prizes, and good old American fun, including free food, unique military vehicles, competitions, food trucks, prizes, discounts, and much, much more. This place will be rocking. Doors open at 10 a.m., and the first 50 shooters receive a free T-shirt. Compete with your friends in a realistic military-grade simulator room. Enter to win prizes like an exclusive concealed weapon certification course. Outshoot General Mitchell. 
Nick, the most obnoxious and possibly worst shot in America, and receive a free experience. If you haven't been to Machine Gun America yet, this place will blow your mind. Their top-notch team of certified range safety officers are ready to help you make the most of this bucket list experience. This Saturday is Machine Gun America's biggest day of the year. So bring your friends and family and head towards the Sound of Machine Guns, 5825 West Highway 192, directly across from Old Town Kissimmee, for an adrenaline-filled good time. For more info, visit MachineGunAmerica.com. You're listening to Armstrong Radio, live from the Kiltech Studios. Call the Armstrong Hotline right now, 407-774-8255. 407-774-8255. Now, more Armstrong Radio, live coast to coast, with Mike and the guys in the Kiltech Studios. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio. It is so popular here that when people in bikes. Police cars. They got police cars. They got fire trucks. They got everything. Listen, when they say this is a real world training experience yeah. here, oh, this is a real, real world training experience. So you get, you it get. It is adrenaline filled. It's actually, it's actually they're just trying to keep the mob away from us. Yeah. 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 Wow, it's working. Uh, we're down at Machine Gun America here in Kissimmee, Florida, uh, doing our doing our the regular scheduled program from down here. Uh, we. We took the Caltech Studios on the road, and if you happen to be uh, out on vacation, you're coming from uh, uh, coming from Colorado Springs, you're coming from uh, Lubbock, Texas, and you want some place to go when you're out of town, stop by here. This is a uh, adrenaline-filled event. It's your the best firearm experience in America. Let me tell you, the kind of weapons you get to choose from. You get to choose from an, the MP5 9mm. Oh yeah. HK91. Hey Kevin, how's that 308 full auto feel on a shoulder? Uh, I don't feel anything. <laughs> yeah, <that's> a- <laughs> Yeah, uh, the standard military shorty? rifle today, the M4. Uh, you, could, you could do the shorty nine millimeter, the M4 nine millimeter commando. You've got the uh, the little buddy, little short barrel uh, rifles. You've got some AK-47s. You got AK pistols. You've got belt-fed options. You've got tripod options. You have got you've got a lot of stuff. They've also got. They've got uh, some simulator rooms in here too, so you could just do it with yep. like like it's like laser tag. Yep, simulator training. And then they've got this is cool. This is new. I hadn't seen this before. A green screen. Mm-hmm. You go in there. You, you throw on the clothes. You, you pick up the rifles, and they drop you in the Denang. You know, and, yep. and you're, you're and they take your picture there, or or you're you're you're, you're back in uh, Iwo Jima. You know, and you get to take the pictures with the guns. So it's 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 really pretty really pretty cool. So so come on down and. Uh, and, and, and have a good time at and Machine Gun America. See the Burger Meister Meister Burger. The, the Burger Meister Meister Burger, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, we want to talk to you today about uh, Sheriff Gultieri. <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, you know, uh, we, we talked to you uh, last week about the, about the good sheriff. Uh, the sheriff has come out and said uh, – that open carry or the, the the proper concealed carry of firearms, uh, and this happens to be a Florida sheriff, uh, happens to uh, again, he happens to be a Florida sheriff. But that, that if you carry a firearm open, you, uh, which is which is up in legislation right now in Florida, perhaps for open carry to be legal as it is in the 45 other states uh, in the country that it's legal. Uh, there's very 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 limited times you can open carry in Florida, and they're trying to make it what we have uh, 
throughout the country and, again, through the other 45 states. Uh, he's also talking about concealed carry. What he has said is that if his officers or his deputies respond and there's a person legally carrying a firearm, that they should be prepared to be thrown on the ground and worse. I think he's, the message he's sending you is that if you elect to carry a firearm legally in my county, be prepared to have your life forfeited. Yeah, and and, and that's that's clearly it's the risk you take. That was clearly the message that came out, and and of course the, a couple of those quotes were grabbed by uh, the uh, constitutional advocates such as ourselves, uh, and 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 published and talked about on on the air, uh, in, in newspapers and in print. The the good sheriff this week has uh, he, evidently he uh, he spent some time on a bicycle doing some backpedaling. He's <laughs> a unicycle, <laughs> a, yeah. and, and even uh, his backpedaling was doing backpedaling. Because he's a little yeah. bit of a clown. Yeah, and 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 his backpedaling uh, is even more full of lies. And this is one of the things that was found to be so troublesome about uh, his, his stance on citizens carrying firearms is that he was uh, he wasn't uh, just a uh, misquoting statistics, he was fabricating them. Making them up. Uh, yes. You know, statistics that had come out from uh, uh, John Lott's organization, from the Citizen, from the Second Amendment Foundation, uh, from Alan Gottlieb's organization, uh, all of these stats were, were, were blatantly uh, turned around, uh, and, and, and it's almost as if he was on the payroll for, you know, crazy bombs against everything and Michael Bloomberg. Uh, uh, could be. This was uh, this was updated uh, this morning. The, this story, uh, the sheriff, the good sheriff, uh, found the local Tampa Bay newspaper, and, and and had them vet some questions for him, so he could come over, and uh, and try to clarify what he said. Uh, Pinellas County Sheriff Bob Gultieri found himself at the center of fiery debate this month over a measure state lawmakers will consider that would allow Floridians with concealed carry permits to also carry firearms out in the open. Uh, House Bill 163 says little more than that. A simple proposal put forth by Representative Matt Getz of a Republican from Fort Walton Beach. Gultieri's take on the proposal is simple, too. He says it won't add to public safety and could make those who carry a firearm firearm a target for people looking to do harm. All right. I'm, I'm four sentences into this, this, this story, and we've reached our first pair of lies. Uh, We've already know, and you already know, you're, you're good citizens, uh, you're good Second Amendment uh, supporters, you're, you're constitutional advocates. You already know, because we've said it to you here a hundred times before, that open carry reduces the risk of crime being committed. It reduces it. We've told you about the studies. We've seen them. We've mm-hmm. taken a look at them over the past 10 years in the 45 now 45 states that have legally have open carry. Do you know how many? I'm going to ask Earl because I know Earl knows the answer. <laughs> um, do you know how many how many crimes have been committed against people that have been open carrying? Uh, one. 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 And this is something that we poke fun of around the shop. Um, this was more of a theft than a crime. I mean, yeah, it wasn't a violent yeah. crime. Um, we, we always say friends don't let friends wear nylon holsters. Yeah, pretty <laughs> much. Pretty get, much. Get, get yourself a good holster. Get yourself mm-hmm. a, a, a sturdy leather. Get yourself a Kydex. Get something with a retention ability to mm-hmm. it, not just some cheesy $5 universal nylon holster. Yep. And that's what happened to that gentleman. Um, he bent over, gun just about half fell out, so somebody helped it and uh, went the other way with it. <laughs> hey, that looks like a nice one. Exactly, exactly. The the 
the crimes against concealed carry holders are a lot more. And, and, and how do I know this? Every week in the news, you hear about concealed mm-hmm. carry holder shoots so-and-so. Uh-huh. Concealed carry holder stops robbery. Concealed carry holder uh, you know, helps motorists in, uh, in danger. Right. Uh, you don't hear about that with open carry. Mm-hmm. You know why you don't hear about that with open carry? Because they know there's a firearm They, they know that there's a gun. They're using the same argument now, and the sheriff is using the same argument now, that was used back in 87, 88, when Florida which was the first, by the way, to bring you concealed carry permits that was used then. Oh, my goodness, there's going to be guns everywhere. People are going to be shooting each other in the parking lot. You know, they're, they're going to be, there's going to be hate and discontent, and they're just going to be going nuts with each other. No, 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 uh, no, not at all. Dogs and cats, no, not at all. Living at together, all. mass hysteria. The, the only thing that I can really see is a crime against people who are going to be carrying openly is going to be this sheriff having his officers throw them to the ground or worse. And uh, we handle that kind of, oh, brother, do we ever. <laughs> uh, all I keep hearing is ka-ching, ka-ching, ka-ching in my KFC ear. moment? Yeah, yeah. Listen, if you get a, uh, if you get any law enforcement officer that you know broke the law, I ain't having to be, I mean, listen, there's bad guys in every job. It doesn't matter what it is. Um, and you need assistance and you want to do it the right way, and, and you want to talk to the agency and you want to talk to the supervisors, please, please get a hold of Max Law Orlando. Oh, yes. Um, they, I mean, that's, they have experience in handling that in a professional manner. I'm not talking about some sort of, uh, you know, vindictive, I got back at him. It, it'll be handled properly and, uh, and it'll be handled ethically. You, you, you may get a little of that, I got back at him. You might get a little. I mean, I have had. I've oh, had sure. Cases. Listen, if they've, done, if they've broken the law, I've had cases where, the, you know, I want a letter of apology, and that's all. <laughs> and you'd be surprised when the county attorneys find out that's, that's yeah, he's good. it'll be there tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've been known to bite. Say that again? I've been known to bite. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> You've been known to bite. Um, well, again, getting back to Sheriff Gultieri of Pinellas County, Florida, Again, the the, the, the the stats, the quotes, and the statistics he's been putting out have been wrong. So now he's coming back trying to explain why he's not wrong by, again, quoting bad statistics. Making, uh, making up other lies? Yeah, exactly. I, I, something figures never lie, but liars figure. That seems to come into mind. Uh, the way he communicated the point and the way it was reported by a story uh, by News Service of Florida made him a lightning rod for some gun rights advocates. Officers arriving on potential crime scenes, uh, he was quoted as saying, at a minimum, they're going to be thrown down on the ground with a gun pointed at them or worse. Um, I, did, did you guys, is there any misquote in there? No, that's what he's thinking. That, that is my understanding of what yeah. he said. Any way that could be misconstrued? Mm, you guys, no. is, is there any doubt in your mind what he meant there? No. No. Uh, okay, I just want to make sure I'm right. I think what the good sheriff realized is he's an elected official, and he's up for election in, in 11 months. I spin stuff oh. for a living, and I'm not sure I could spin that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, the, uh, the sheriff's comments were picked up by gun bloggers, was picked up by, uh, uh, by newspapers, and there was an official sanction for his deputies to use excessive force or even deadly force on gun owners, is what was, what was reported, which I would have to say. That's what it sounds like to me. That's what it sounds like. So... Uh, we're going to talk, talk to you a little bit more about what the good sheriff had to say or perhaps what he had to backpedal, what, he, what, what the backstroke was, what the, what the cover story was. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're, going to, we're, going to, we're going to talk to you a little about that. But Let's talk about how he wags the dog. Exactly how he wags the dog. But until then, please go to your computer. Check out MachineGunAmerica.com. MachineGunAmerica.com is a 
is it's a bucket list item, adrenaline filled. You need to get down here. You need to pull the trigger. You need to. We always tell you if if you're not ready, get ready. This is one of those ways to get ready. That's right. Yep. Get down here and try out some firearms. You're listening to Arms Room Radio on Remote at Machine Gun America, coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. We'll see you after the break. With SRN News, I'm Ron DeRockstra. The family of the husband and wife who killed 14 people at a holiday party in San Bernardino earlier this month is removing items from the couple's home in the Redlands. Investigators say they found an arsenal of ammunition and homemade bombs inside the home after the attack. Defense Secretary Ash Carter says the U.S. is investigating an American airstrike that may have killed a number of Iraqi soldiers. Carter told reporters in the Persian Gulf that yesterday's incident seems to be a mistake that involved both sides. The Democratic presidential candidates take the debate stage tonight amid an outburst of hostility surrounding accusations that Bernie Sanders' campaign stole valuable voter information from frontrunner Hillary Clinton. Former Maryland Governor Martin O'Malley is the is will be at the third podium. And Jeb Bush, a couple of days after tussling with Donald Trump, calling the Republican, quote, a jerk. This is SRN News. Hey, Mike, ready to go to lunch? No, not today. I'm going to get some trigger time in. You're going to the range? Nope. I'm going to train in the environment in which statistics say I'm most likely to have a violent encounter at work. Here in the office? Or at home. Trigger time? How can you have trigger time in the office or at home without shooting up the place? Easy. With my CERT SIRT training pistol from Next Level Training. Shooting paper targets at the range is good practice, but it's not the environment I'm in most of the time. With the rise in workplace violence, I vowed not to be a victim. Besides, I'm here all by myself, so why not? I have my CERT training pistol, and when practicing your draw from concealment, CERT is the safest and only way to go. CERT training pistol. I've heard about them. They look like a Glock, but they don't fire real bullets. Saves you money, huh? Yep, it sure does. How do I get mine? Log on to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom and order yours today. The safest and easiest way to train in your own environment. Get ready. Stay ready with the CERT training pistol. Go online right now to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom. This Saturday, come on down to Machine Gun America, Orlando's only automatic adrenaline attraction for their huge anniversary extravaganza. Celebrating you, our customers, tons of excitement, prizes, and good old American fun, including free food, unique military vehicles, competitions, food trucks, prizes, discounts, and much, much more. This place will be rocking. Doors open at 10 a.m., and the first 50 shooters receive a free T-shirt. Compete with your friends in a realistic military-grade simulator room. Enter to win prizes like an exclusive concealed weapon certification course. Outshoot general. Mick, the most obnoxious and possibly worst shot in America, and receive a free experience. If you haven't been to Machine Gun America yet, this place will blow your mind. Their top-notch team of certified range safety officers are ready to help you make the most of this bucket list experience. This Saturday is Machine Gun America's biggest day of the year, so bring your friends and family and head towards the Sound of Machine Guns. 5825 West Highway 192, directly across from Old Town Kissimmee, for an adrenaline-filled good time. For more info, visit MachineGunAmerica.com. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? 
then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, Gun Tech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Cheers. You're listening to Armstrong Radio, live from the Keltec Studios. Call the Armstrong Hotline right now, 407-774-8255. 407-774-8255. Now, more Armstrong Radio, live coast to coast, with Mike and the guys in the Keltec Studios. The Fallen Heroes segment of Armstrong Radio is proudly brought to you by MaxLawOrlando.com. Army Specialist Richard N. Napudi died December 20, 2005, serving during Operation Iraqi Freedom. Napudi, 24, of Talafofo, Guam, was assigned to the 1st Battalion, 15th Infantry Regiment, 3rd Brigade, 3rd Infantry Division, Fort Benning, Georgia. He was killed by an improvised explosive device near Ad-Dulia, Iraq. While home on leave in September, Napudi explained that his military commitment would end in January. Army officials had wanted to give Napudi a promotion to stay in the Army, but he had declined the honor and a possible military career so he could come back to Guam to start a family with his wife, Brian Napudi. Napudi planned to join the Guam National Guard upon leaving active duty. He also picked up an application to join the Guam Police Department to start a law enforcement career when he returned home, according to his father, Richard Sr. Army Specialist Richard D. Napudi, you are not forgotten. If you'd like to get a hold of Kevin and myself at Max Law Orlando, or if a certain sheriff violates your constitutional rights, give us a call. Office number is 407-480-2179. You could also reach us at maxlaworlando.com. We're on Twitter, at maxlaworlando, and we're also on Facebook, facebook.com slash downtownattorneys. And unlike Mike, we haven't been banned yet. No, they have not been banned. They, yet. Are, they, they have yet. Yet, 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 yet. Well, I don't really know how to use that that well. <laughs> that's, that's, that's why. It. Get Kevin up to speed and you'll surely be banned. Uh-huh. Uh, listen, we're talking to you about uh, Sheriff uh, Pinellas County Sheriff in Florida, Bob Gultieri, who uh, made some comments a couple of weeks back, excuse me, about uh, 10 days ago, he made the comments, uh, that at a minimum they're going to be thrown down on the ground with a gun pointed at them or worse. He was referring to legal gun owners, legal concealed carry owners, and perhaps the... Uh, in Florida, the advent of legal open carry uh, individuals if the law does pass. He's been in a lot of heat since then, boys and girls. He's been in a lot of heat since then for sure. Tampa Tribune sat down with uh, the sheriff this week to talk about the reaction to his position and his position on weapons bills pending before the state legislature in Florida. 
which opens up January 12th. Now, what we're going to do is we're going to give you some of these questions that the sheriff vetted beforehand uh, and also vetted the answers beforehand and prepared and gave to the Tampa Tribune in this this feel-good article that he tried to get out there. Remember, good sheriff's facing an election coming up. Realized he'd better step back some of the things he some of the things he said. Uh, he was asked why he and the Florida Sheriff's Association believes open carry makes people in Pinellas and throughout the state less safe. Well, let's just start with the question first of all. <laughs> the not every sheriff in Florida believes this. No. The, the the Florida Police Chiefs Association is on board with open carry. Many of the sheriffs, many of the big powerful sheriffs in the state are on board with open carry because we'll give you the facts again. Here are the facts. Open carry. Oh, go ahead, Alec. Objection, Your Honor. Facts not in evidence. Facts not in evidence, yes. Um, the facts are open carry reduces crime. It makes the bad guy think. With the concealed carry, if the bad guy's not good at doing good guy threat assessments, <laughs> they can make the mistake. That's why people with concealed carries shoot bad guys. You know how many open carried shootings there have been in, in, in 10 years? Zero. Zero. You know why? Because the bad guy can look at him and go, I want none of that. That's a good guy with a gun. I, I, I should probably not mess with him. I don't want none of that. <laughs> exactly right. Uh so he was asked that question, and he said, you know what, I'm, his, 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 <laughs> you, it's so frustrating. We're about to name a vein it's, after it's, this guy. It's, it's, so, it's the, so frustrating. The sheriff's about to get his own vein on Mike's head. Yeah. Um, Only a select few get that honor. A, a, pet, it, it, a pet name. <laughs> <laughs> he said, if you have four or five people who are in the middle of a street fight, the police are called, and as the police are showing up, you've got a good guy, or you've got a guy who's sitting there with a the gun. The police can't differentiate whether it's a good guy with a gun or a bad guy with a gun. So they're going to have to secure the scene. Okay. That's the, not what he said. That's the, the question was, how, how... Does the why does or why does the sheriff's Florida Sheriff's Association believe that open carry makes people less safe? And the response is, if you have four or five people in the middle of a street fight, who said anything about a street fight, Sheriff? Well, he's got he to set the parameters for his answer <laughs> to not sound like complete balderdash. There's no such well, thing as context yeah, in politics. Balderdash. All right, he sounds like it. Uh, this has nothing to do. Nobody's. There's nobody with a gun that's going to be sitting there waiting on a street fight, right? You have concealed carry holders now. If four or five people get into a street fight, you don't see four or five of them pulling their concealed carry guns out trying to stop the fight. The open carry crowd is the same gun carrying crowd. The carry permit is required to open carry. So guess what? They're the same people. They're not going to change what they do with the gun just because the manner they carry the gun is different. Do legal not. gun owners don't usually get into street fights with other legal gun owners. Yeah. That just doesn't... It's not the zombie apocalypse. Right. Perhaps the sheriff is thinking about illegal open carriers versus other illegal open carriers a la Dodge City. Do not you interject know? reality yeah. into his theory-based yeah. scenario. Most likely, the way you secure a firearm is to tell the person to get on the ground and they're going to secure the gun until they can figure it out. My concern is for the safety of these people who would be carrying it, carrying openly because, again, it can make them a target. Again, Sheriff, the statistics say you're wrong. You're, you're not a little bit wrong. You're just wrong. You're, you're flat wrong. 
Uh, you, you open carry, you become safe. The people around you become safe. Uh, they become more safe than a concealed carry holder has. So when you say things like, I'm going to put them on the ground, so is, is, this your, is this your deputy's procedure when they encounter somebody with a concealed carry? If they stop and they say, how you doing? Can I see your driver's license and registration? And he says, just so you know, I have a concealed carry gun on my right hip, which is near my driver's license. And I'm telling you this because I don't want you to be alerted when I reach for my license. Are you telling your deputies to put a gun in their ear and force them on the ground? I hope so. For a traffic violation? Or, do they, or, or is your direction just shoot them? Well, he had a gun, so I shot him. He's coming right for us. Except he's not. Next question. What would you say to people who argue that the only people who want it who would be allowed to carry guns openly would be the most responsible of gun owners and aren't people to be feared? Sheriff believes that that's true, and he doesn't doubt that, because there are people who are concealed carry permit holders that are good, law-abiding citizens. If it were to happen, I don't take issue with that statement. But I don't think those good people, those great citizens, those law-abiding people, and the most responsible people, I still don't think they should do it openly. Okay. You don't think it. Great. The statistics prove otherwise. So if the law passes that you can open carry in Florida, he's going to ignore it and arrest you anyway. Or throw you to the ground or shoot you. It's a great plan. It's a great plan. He says they should do it concealed. You know, cops don't carry openly off-duty. We don't do that. I don't flaunt it. I carry a gun all the time, everywhere I go. But I don't do it openly, and it works for law enforcement. So what you're saying is you only want law enforcement to carry a firearm. I'll tell you this, Sheriff. You grew up in a law enforcement community in Florida where there's been no open carry. Absolutely, it's an adjustment. It's a change you're going to have to make. Guess what? You make change all the time. Do your deputies wear cameras now? Are there cameras in the vehicles? That's a change since you started law enforcement, isn't it? But you've opened that change. These are changes in law enforcement that you're going to have to live with. Many states around the country are making changes. Some states around the country have marijuana laws now. And 20 years ago, it was federal time if you had that amount or you tried to traffic or you tried to distribute. Mm -hmm. They're making the changes as the laws change and grow. Sheriff, you're going to have to do it. You're going to have to get used to it. Open carry is legal in 45 states. Are you telling me, Sheriff, you 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 wouldn't go to 45 other states because they open carry? You're not going to travel to Georgia anymore ever again because they open carry? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think so. Maybe he just doesn't believe in the progressive nature of the changes in law enforcement. I mean, he may still believe slavery was appropriate. <laughs> well, I, listen, I don't know how old this guy is. Let me take a look at the photo here. I don't think you know, he's that he's, old. He's not that old. but doesn't mean he doesn't believe in it. True. And, again, this is what it's coming down to here. He said that he, he doesn't think, he doesn't believe. Well, lucky for him. Uh, the, it's an opinion, and therefore he can't be held responsible for it. Exactly. And, and, and lucky for him, the, the legislature will tell him what the law is, and then we won't have to worry about what he thinks or believes. Uh, how's that working for Obama? <laughs> yeah, well, he's got a pen and a phone, so we don't have to worry about, we don't have to worry about that clown. That's a whole other story right there. So uh, he, he was asked some additional questions, and we'll get back to those when we come back from the break. Until then, check out Machine Gun America at MachineGunAmerica.com. You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Kiltex Studio. We'll see you after the break. Hi, Luke.
Hey, Mike, you ready to go to lunch? No, not today. I'm going to get some trigger time in. You're going to the range? Nope. I'm going to train in the environment in which statistics say I'm most likely to have a violent encounter. At work. Here in the office? Or at home. Trigger time? How can you have trigger time in the office or at home without shooting up the place? Easy. With my CERT SIRT training pistol from Next Level Training. Shooting paper targets at the range is good practice, but it's not the environment I'm in most of the time. With the rise in workplace violence, I vowed not to be a victim. Besides, I'm here all by myself, so why not? I have my CERT training pistol, and when practicing your draw from concealment, CERT is the safest and only way to go. CERT training pistol. I've heard about them. They look like a Glock, but they don't fire real bullets. Saves you money, huh? Yep, it sure does. How do I get mine? Log on to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom and order yours today. The safest and easiest way to train in your own environment. Get ready. Stay ready with the CERT training pistol. Go online right now to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom. This Saturday, come on down to Machine Gun America, Orlando's only automatic adrenaline attraction for their huge anniversary extravaganza. Celebrating you, our customers, tons of excitement, prizes, and good old American fun, including free food, unique military vehicles, competitions, food trucks, prizes, discounts, and much, much more. This place will be rocking. Doors open at 10 a.m., and the first 50 shooters receive a free T-shirt. Compete with your friends in a realistic military-grade simulator room. Enter to win prizes like an exclusive concealed weapons certification course. Out shoot General Mick, the most obnoxious and possibly worst shot in America, and receive a free experience. If you haven't been to Machine Gun America yet, this place will blow your mind. Their top-notch team of certified range safety officers are ready to help you make the most of this bucket list experience. This Saturday is Machine Gun America's biggest day of the year, so bring your friends and family and head towards the Sound of Machine Guns, 5825 West Highway 192, directly across from Old Town Kissimmee, for an adrenaline-filled good time. For more info, visit MachineGunAmerica.com. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, Gun Tech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle insist on tactical excellence insist on gun tech usa parts gun tech a proud supporter of the second amendment and friends of arms room radio check them out online today at guntechusa.com that's g-u-n-t-e-c-u-s-a.com gun tech usa defining tactical excellence for over 26 years Listening to Armstrong Radio live from the Keltech Studios. Call the Armstrong Hotline right now. 407-774-8255. 407-774-8255. Now more Armstrong Radio live coast to coast with Mike and the guys in the Keltech Studios. Welcome back to Armstrong Radio. Final segment. It just sneaks up every time. Yeah. Where's time you, you know, go? We got we got two more hours worth of stuff to talk about here. <laughs> <laughs> we get a, you get me started on the sheriff. I'll go more than two hours. 
That's it. Let's. Uh, we're gonna. We're gonna need a longer show. Wind gonna, Kevin up and let him go. We're gonna. We're gonna. We're gonna need to. Need to stretch this one out. Kevin's got some opinions, opinions, and they need to be. Uh, they need to be known and need to be heard. Uh, the next question that was asked to Sheriff Bob Gultieri of Pinellas County, Florida. Again, this is the sheriff who said, "I'm not making this up, folks." He said. Uh, when asked what his officers would do when confronting a citizen with a firearm, now that would be, they were talking about open carry, but this is open carry in a, in a holster. Yes. This is this is not open carry. I, I this is the same brandishing. I, I yeah I yeah exactly. Stuff around, right. You know? This is this is not Yosemite Sam. You know, <laughs> you know popping down the street. You know? Let the record reflect that Alec has his fingers in the air like a pair of pistols, like yeah. he's shooting <laughs> into the air. Uh, this is also open carry. This is concealed carry. These are people that are legally carrying. The question was: Was there any? Is there anything about the backlash you faced in the last week or so that's been surprising? The sheriff, the good sheriff, responded. It surprised me because I didn't say it. Hold on. Let me get back to the quote. Let me get back to the quote. Let me get back to the quote. At a minimum, they're going to be thrown down on the ground with a gun pointed at them or worse. Okay. The sheriff said he didn't say it. Hold on. Let me go back to the quote one more time. At a minimum, they're going to be thrown down on the ground with a gun pointed at them or or worse. Okay. He said it. Um, All right. right. We've we've got the we've got the uh, we've got the tape. We've got the audio. He's uh, Uh, he's exercising his selective memory. He's exercising his First Amendment right to lie. (laughs) I remember the first time I said that, (laughs) Senator. I have no recollection of those events. so he said, it surprised me because I didn't say it. So at first, when I, was I surprised by it? Yeah, absolutely. Because I was like, where is this coming from? What is he, a valley girl? <laughs> uh, I never said any of these things. So what happened was the news service of Florida published a story that they did. And then this guy, who's a blogger for the Sarasota Herald Tribune, who blogs a gun site, distorted it, twisted it around, made it something it totally wasn't. And that's when it went viral. I didn't say it. There was this guy. There was this guy. It. He said it. There was this guy. Hold on. Let me make sure. A sheriff, and and he didn't say it. Let me make sure I got the quote right again. At a minimum, they're going to be thrown down on the ground with a gun pointed at them, or worse. Okay. At a minimum. That's that's what he said. Uh, then others, gun advocacy groups, put out these headlines that I said I'm going to shoot, or uh, he was going to shoot these people. And and guess what? You know why? You know why they put this out, sheriff? Uh, because, yes. Because you kind of said you're <laughs> going to shoot the people. Because you said it. They put out the headlines, you're going to shoot and train our deputies to shoot concealed carry permit holders. Nobody said that. Now now you're now you're interjecting lies upon the lies. Mm-hmm. Uh, Your lies are sprouting lies. Which is ridiculous, ludicrous, and every word you can use to describe it because people know who I am. I would never say that. It's almost laughable in some respects. It wasn't, it wasn't such a serious topic. So was I surprised? Yes, because I never said it. Because if I said what they say I said, then people should be concerned about it because that's crazy talk. My head hurts. Did you hear, did you hear what he said? If <laughs> I said what I say, I said. <laughs> it's, it's a, I said, I said. I, I think what he's trying to tell us is that we should be afraid of it. We should be afraid of him. He's, he's got... Uh, so now he's the sheriff with memory issues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's The uh, next thing I'm waiting for him to say is that... Uh, We've got known knowns, and then we've got known unknowns. And the unknown unknowns. Then we've got unknown knowns. Now, see, I've, unknown I've, unknown. I've been in the room when that kind of conversation happens, and that's true. Yo, I, well, listen, I've, I've been there, yeah. I've been there. We uh, know what we know. We don't know what we don't know, and we don't know some of the things we know we don't know. And we know there's some things that we know we don't know, right. and that we know that we don't know. So, 
My uh, head hurts. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Open carry bill has been getting a lot of attention lately, but there are a lot of bills about guns in the Florida legislature. One of those uh, would allow for concealed carry on college campuses. Do you have a position on that? This is them, uh, the reporter asking the vetted questions and planned questions to Sheriff Gutierrez. Uh, Gutierrez responded with saying, I guess there's probably some sort of an irony to this in light of what happened. Uh, people have been accusing me of saying, and some may actually be surprised about my feelings. I have mixed feelings about it. I actually think that it may, in many respects, it makes good sense to allow concealed carry permit holders to carry on college campuses. Uh, if you're if you're sitting, let's just say, uh, Florida State as an example, you're sitting on the side of a Tennessee Street in Tallahassee, and it's not on the Florida State campus, and you're having a sandwich, and you're getting ready to go to the library where you've got to study for exams, and you've got to be there until 2 or 3 a.m., it doesn't make sense to me that before you go over there to the library, you're going to study for the next eight hours, that you've got to take your gun to your car, put it in the car, walk across the street campus, and then spend eight hours in the library. Uh, Sheriff, I believe it was a yes or no question. <laughs> all right. Could you stop babbling? And all we need to know is do you agree or do you not agree? Don't come up with a, a for instance or a what if for every situation here. I hear a lot of tap dancing. That's exactly what it is. This is tap dancing. This Backwards. Is, this is backstroking. This is backpedaling. This is this is all of it. Uh, he, is, he is clearly. It, Sounds like he endorses concealed carry on campus, though. Uh, if 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 you have to go to the library for eight hours, yeah. if you uh, got to go to the library for five minutes, put your gun in your car. Right. So, I, I could see where the sheriff he doesn't want you to leave your gun in your car. Everybody knows to put your gun in a car. Uh, that's leave your gun in your car. That you you made your car a target. Mm-hmm. Your car is a soft target. Mm-hmm. Can easily be broken into, stolen, and taken. Can't your uh, gun just defend itself? In New York, they can. I was going to say it's a New York gun. They just walk away. They wander. They yep. wander. And remember, it's, it, we're in the winter up there, so mm-hmm. they are. They're coming looking for a warm. They're spot. hiding. They're they're coming to Florida. Exactly. <laughs> the guns in, in New York are currently hiding. Uh, for those that don't get the reference, we did a story a few months back about a sheriff up there who agreed to take firearms away from uh, the families of deceased firearms registered uh, individuals. If he was going the, through the obituaries, right. finding people that died, cross-referencing it with the gun registry, mm-hmm. and going to the house and taking firearms because he was. And the reason he gave was before the lawful probate time too. Correct. Uh, the reason he gave was he didn't want these guns to wander right. and end up somewhere they shouldn't be. That's right. They're just on the street. They they're just spring legs and just wander around. Lollygag. The upstate New York wandering gun uh, uh, problem. It's it's <laughs> it's clearly the safe. I, I think we ought to have a season. Yeah. We can hunt them. We can hunt those guns. <laughs> we can hunt those guns. Uh, uh, the sheriff was asked, uh, is this something a lot of college presidents nationwide have come out against open carry on college campuses? Um, again, now the sheriff has come out and said he's all right with concealed carry on a college campus, but as far as open carry, uh, that he would not support that. Again, they're worried about, again, the sheriff is worried about uh, there's alcohol on college campuses. So there shouldn't be guns on college campuses. It's not just college campus. <laughs> well, wait, hold on a second. You're telling me you have a problem with 18 to 21 year olds having alcohol, which only one of those uh, ages right there is allowed to have alcohol. It sounds like you might have an alcohol problem, not a gun problem. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wait a minute. Uh, you got to be 21 years old to carry a firearm. Well, details. You're 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 missing the point here, Kevin. The point is, uh, distract, distract. Ooh, shiny. <laughs> shiny, shiny. Look, look away, look away. Yeah, it's, don't, it's bad. don't pay any attention to the man behind the curtain. <laughs> so his, both of his arguments or both of his reasonings that, one, there's alcohol and, 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 two, they shouldn't have guns, it doesn't apply because nobody's old enough there. You know who's going to be old enough there? I'll tell you who's going to be old enough to carry the guns there. The, the teachers. teachers and the students 
that are coming back from the military with four years of service mm-hmm. who are better trained in most cases than your local police force yes. to deal with house-to-house uh, shootings, exactly. to, to deal with that type of crime. I love house-to-house. Oh, house-to-house is wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> do, it with, do it with a gun, something on a tripod, though. Let's see if you yeah. swing no. that puppy through a doorway. You never go house-to-house. No <laughs> tripod for the house. Yeah. Uh, the last thing the sheriff was asked... Again, was about open carry on college campuses, and he said, you know, no, no. You shouldn't have them uh, on a – and it should be up to – and here's the big thing. It should be up to the police chiefs or the university police departments. Again, I want to be – you know what that says? I want to be the man that decides. Mm-hmm. I want to be the one mm-hmm. I can make sure I get a lot of donations from our reelection if I'm the one selling the rights to carry a f- – oh, wait, did I say it? There? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, the only one that should be able to carry guns is me, and I'll tell you who else can carry guns. Mm-hmm. Listen, if you're in Pinellas County, Florida – Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Listen, move for the next eleven months. Mm-hmm. Stay out of Pinellas County. Wait till the reelection comes, because Sheriff Gutierrez, this is not going to go away. This is going to follow him. Everything that he's done has continued to uh, to follow him. He's Snowball. trying. He's, he's snowballing. Yeah, he's trying to. He's trying to uh, correct his uh, his mistakes of uh, a week ago, and he has only uh, succeeded in making them worse. Yes, thank I think you. he thought he was talking to a different audience and nobody that wasn't um, a radical liberal who didn't believe in guns was listening to him. I think he's going to find that there are more Second Amendment supporters living in his jurisdiction than he ever wanted to have there. Yeah, that he ever knew or thought existed. Uh, and all, all this good sheriff had to do is sit back and, and, and follow the law. That's just just the same that you require of every citizen, uh, and they require of every law enforcement officer, is sit back and follow the law. The Constitution is a suggestion to some people. Well, we, we know that. And, and, and one, yeah, of, the, one of them is our president. Yeah, the inciter-in-chief up there in, uh, in Washington. So... So, give a, give a, give it some serious thought when you're you're uh, you're, you're contributing to a sheriff's campaign in Pinellas County. I'm sure somebody there will uh, will be appearing rather soon as a new candidate. Uh, this is this is clearly an open door yeah. for somebody else to jump into the race. Thank you for joining us today on the old big program here. We're, we came to you live today from Machine Gun America in Kissimmee, Florida. Check out Machine Gun America if you're coming to the Central Florida area. Uh, our thanks to guest Colonel Danny McKnight. Go to DannyMcKnight.com. Uh, Danny McKnight is you, he's got his new book out. He's got his DVD. You can get those. I don't know if you can get them in time for Christmas. It's kind of late, but you can still get them. Amazon. You need them. Well, perhaps, perhaps. Uh, you're fine. You can get it by this. Special thanks to Chris Hart from American Adversaries for dropping by. Also, uh, it was great to have him on the program. Please, please, exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you aren't ready, get ready. And if you are ready, stay ready. Have a good Christmas, y'all. Merry Christmas, everyone. See you next week. Let's go get our